Welcome to Pop Yak, where we yak about pop culture. Today we're yakking about the second and third arcs of Demon Slayer. So the second arc is called the first mission arc, which is, yeah, it's his first mission. Tanjiro gets a word, gets word from his crow that, hey, there's some shit going down in this town. So he goes to this town and finds what, what a lot of people are calling the pervert demon, who was able to split himself in half and go into the ground like it's water. Like it's, well, it's more like a swamp. It's gross and brown and green. And I don't see where he's a pervert other than he's being an asshole and eating 16-year-old girls, I think it was. Because he has this weird, like, thought process that's like, once they get past 16, they're not ripe anymore. And he also keeps their souvenirs. He's more like a serial killer than a pervert to me. But then again, maybe serial killers are, like, murder perverts. So maybe it sticks. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting when I first heard them, when I first heard the internet refer to him as, like, the pervert demon. I was like, huh. That's an interesting way to categorize him, but I guess it fits. He's a murder pervert, and he is also a foodie. He likes his food farm to table, very fresh. And the only problem is that they're humans, and what the fuck? The only problem with this is, what the fuck, dude? So, Tanjiro heads to that town, and we actually get to see Nezuko fight with him. It's a really cool fight, and Tanjiro ends up bringing all of the people's belongings back. At least you have these keepsakes now when he gives it to the guy who lost his girlfriend in the first place who was like hey man i don't know who you are but i need your help man and tanjiro's like yeah there's trouble here i'm gonna help him i'm gonna give you all the keepsakes to give back to the families it's a little fishy you know what i mean like it makes him look like he's the serial killer and he just feels guilty so he's giving back his trophies i really worry about that guy and i wonder if tanjiro goes back to that town if that guy is locked up the demon also has the habit of like grinding his teeth which, let me tell you, that sound, I'm so happy I never have to hear it again. It genuinely was one of those scratching your nails on a chalkboard. You want to grate your own, you want to, like, grind your own teeth. Right now, even thinking about it, I feel a pain in my teeth just thinking about it. Just thinking about it and talking about it. It's like, ugh. Then, the other arc in this, the other episode in this arc has Tanjiro going to get some udon noodles. And the thing about this that made me question things is where and when do Demon Slayers get paid? Where is he getting money to spend on this? Because he was just a bumpkin living in a shack, right? Did he have much money before? Did I'm assuming he had money from selling charcoal. So let's just assume that that's the money he has to buy this udon. After that, and for slaying that other demon, who is paying him? The crow never shows up with a bag of money. So how's this working? Do you get paid at all? Or is it just like, it's an honor to slay this demon. I get paid in good work stickers. But he gets sent on his way to his next mission and he gets to go to Tokyo. Tokyo is beautiful in this show. It looks fantastic. It's brightly lit. It's well decorated. There's tons of people walking around and everything looks so nice. And so especially even when you're looking at it from a distance from the udon cart, you see that there's it's it's beautiful. Uh, but Tanjiro smells something fishy and he runs into town and finds, uh, okay, let me see if I pronounce this name right. <laughs> Muzan Kibutsuji in the town. And he's like, look at that motherfucker flexing his fake ass family. Yeah. How does his family not notice that he has red eyes? Muzan Kibutsuji, this is a joke that's been said everywhere is that he looks like Michael Jackson. The whole time I was talk, uh, the whole time I was watching this show, I just referred to him as Michael Jackson. So this is the first time I have to pronounce his name legit. Muzan Kibutsuji. We can just call him Mu. But how does his family not see his red eyes and go, hmm, that's strange. No 
normal people don't have red eyes that I can think of. Also, he has really pale porcelain-like skin, which gets him into some trouble in the next arc. That's fine if you can, if you're considering like a richer person. Usually in societies where, you know, the working class works out in the fields and stuff, the richer people have a pale complexion because they sit in the house all day or they sit in buildings and meetings. Like he, in the next arc, he says he's going on a business meeting. Moo spends a lot of time indoors, so that's why he's pale. But the red eyes, there's no excuse unless he told his family, oh, you know, I'm an albino. That's the problem, actually. I don't know. I don't know what he told his family, but they seem to think he's normal and everything is fine. His daughter doesn't seem to be scared of him. And his wife doesn't seem to be scared of him. They seem to think everything's fine. When a demon actually shows up, they don't even know what the fuck a demon is. Which is interesting. Unless, and here's my prediction about what his family is about. I think his family isn't real. I want to think his family are a bunch of puppets. I don't know why he'd have to talk to them in the next arc then if they're not real. But something tells me he's only doing that for show for the driver's sake. But um, Tanjiro goes after him. And he changes a man on the street. And then that's when the next episode picks up. We end up just crash landing into the fucking next arc. This arc is really hard to pronounce. Tanjiro already has a really good sense of smell. He doesn't even need it for this. Literally, flowers obscure everybody's vision. Her scent makes visual effects happen. That's a fucking badass demon power. But she makes visual effects happen and the flowers show up and the cops get blinded. I don't think they can see the flowers, but I, I think it's just like a distract. It's, it's a really big distraction. The flowers, the way they look and the way they come in look beautiful. It looks like they use CG here very well. Their use of CG here fit the scene very well. I thought it was beautiful. And Tanjiro gets taken where the doctor has her practice. Also, the doctor sends her simp to go and get him from the udon stand. This kid, this simp, was annoying from Jump. Like, I was like, okay, guy, cut, knock it off. Stop being such a fucking weirdo. We get it. We get your one note. You don't have to constantly keep beating us to death with it. Moo sicks two of his closest demons on Tanjiro. Now, the demons are numbered, which I think is really cool. Like, if you're part of his squad, you get a number. It's kind of like the Dark Order if you're a wrestling fan. If you know, you know. They find him using... This guy's incredible eye powers. Like he has two eyes in his hands with upvotes in them. And he uses that to to see things. And what he saw was their footprints. And he's and he even could tell that Tandro was carrying a heavy box. They have such a cool fight with these arrows. The arrows are fucking real. Like at first when you see the arrows in the OP, you think, oh yeah, those arrows are just an effect for the viewer. Kind of like in Avatar The Last Airbender, you can see Aang... You can see him shoot air, even though we can't physically see air. I just thought these arrows were in effect. Nah, the arrows are real. They are attacking people. Tanjiro can see them, or maybe Tanjiro can smell them, and it is an effect. But it looks like they are visible, which is awesome. I really like this dude's power. The other girl, the uh, Timari demon, is throwing around this ball. She's the token crazy character. She's the token crazy chick character. So your Harley Quinns, your... Fuck, what's the name's chick from... Um, my Hero Academia that drinks blood. Her, that, that character archetype. Which, you know what, I'm going to look up so we have a proper name for it. Looking it up, the trope is called Cute and Psycho. I think it's also called Yandere, but I'm not quite sure. All of those Dede characters always get confused when I look at them. Ah, uh, okay, the difference is that Yandere's are driven crazy by love. So, this Tamari demon is definitely cute but psycho, and not Yandere. She... 
single-handedly, her and and, and Reddit hands single-handedly destroy this woman's house, which is fine. She can rebuild it. She has, she has powers we don't even know about. That's how cool she is. Also, she has a basement she can just kind of work out of for now um, until she rebuilds the rest of the house, which was well hidden until some asshole was able to use his special eyes to see where they were hidden. At the very end of this arc, we finally meet my new favorite character because every time there's a character, they're my new favorite character. Every time somebody gets introduced. Because when Nezuko started fighting alongside her brother in the last arc, I was like, she's my new favorite character. My my new favorite character is uh, Zenitsu, whose name is, I cannot remember what it's called, but in Japanese, when they make a name out of an onomatopoeia, his name is obviously an onomatopoeia for the sound of electricity, right? Zenitsu. So I really think that that's cool. It's like a zapping noise at the beginning of his name. Um, he is divisive. Usually I can, I can tell one of my friends, hey, you would like this show or you would like this show. It was hard to recommend this one because of Zenitsu. He is such a pain in the ass that I can absolutely see one of my friends who I would have suggested watching a show. It reminds me of if Naruto was, was better. So I was like, oh man, I have a friend who's really into Naruto. He would like this. Uh-oh. Zenitsu would turn him off completely and probably turn him away from the show just because he's so fucking annoying. I think he's funny and sometimes he can be too much, but I think he's funny and I love when he actually gets serious. Shit gets real, but that doesn't really happen all the time. And we'll talk about that in the next arc, which might be my favorite arc. But yeah, that was these, that was these two arcs. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening to me talk about them. Uh, we'll come back for arc number four.